Adventures in Adventures in Dadland Summer Vacation Edition, Episode 1. My name is Colfax. Yo, I'm Gerbil. Dude, I got a lot of stress today, man. I'm trying not to. Can we just talk about summer? It's summer vacation for all our kids. Everybody's off. Everybody's doing things. And uh, this week was the week that my kids got, like, the the gap week where they didn't have anything planned. So they could just hang out, which Mm. is fine. But, like, all their camps and stuff, which I was bragging about last week, start next week. And, like, it's... It's hard. It's going to be mayhem, dude. I know. Like, it, there's a price to pay for trying to let your kids do good. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? True. Like, Dolly's doing a coding camp where he's learning about Minecraft coding. And my daughter's doing a camp where they're, apparently they're doing, like, the British bake-off cooking things. Oh, that's cool. It is cool. But, like, she's, yeah, it's not Littleton. It's, like, Littleton-ish at, like, 8 in the morning. And he's, like, oh, bro, down, that's far. Wash Park at like one o'clock to like four o'clock. Like there's all these like moving parts of like days. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's bad. crazy. Yeah. I felt I was just not mean to my wife, but I was mean to my wife. Like she goes through all oh, this no. effort. To, yeah. She goes through all this effort to plan these things. And then something will come up like, hey, on Tuesday, can you bring them to this place at one o'clock? And dude, I'm just like, what? I have a job. I'm so busy. <laughs> so I don't we all know, know your first job is to be a dad and drive people places. That's their mind. first job. You know what? And to be fair, I'm totally dumb because my wife has been very conscious of that. And also, like, they're going with their friends. So we have carpooling potential like there's It's going to be fine. But like, I don't know what it is. There's a for me particularly during the summer when too many things end up on your calendar, it stresses me out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I get that mm-hmm. thing where I'm just, even if it's something far, like today I have something at like one 30 and all morning. I was like, I can't forget about my one 30, my one 30 is super <laughs> important. Stupid, <laughs> stupid. Uh, this is our, now that I got that off my chest, we can continue. This is our, we have a lot going on with our kids. This is our podcast about raising uh, children post pandemic, maybe still pandemic. I don't know. Uh, summer vacation style. Uh, yeah. And we've been, it's been a lot the last couple of weeks, huh? It has been medlam, bedlam, whichever the one is the right word. It's been crazy, bro. Like yeah. summer, on top of summer just being nuts. I mean, we're trying to figure out a move. There's, you know, people trying to sell houses. I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy. It is crazy. You know, it's funny. Um, I saved this for the podcast for you. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. Our kids are a lot like us. And sometimes you don't see it when you're a parent that like your son is just like you, your daughter's like you, but yeah. you can, someone else can see it. So our kids yesterday afternoon, were playing Fortnite together. <laughs> um, and, you know, with mine, him and his friends are, we've talked about video game regulations, but I make him play in here with me, even though it's annoying when I'm working, like, some of us, the, the, the vocals, can, they can get a little chippy with each other. I just want to hear what's going on at all times. So, yeah. like, I was graced yesterday afternoon with the sound of your and my son's voice, like, <laughs> echoing through this room while I was working, right? Yeah. But it's funny because the two of them were playing Fortnite together. And ironically, Gerbil, they have very similar play styles for me and you. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do. Yeah. My <laughs> son was trying to, he was like, 
that getting mad, but you could tell he was all like, no, we should be here on top of this hill. We got to be on top of this hill. It gets on the, the people are going to be coming around. We got to be on top of this hill. Like, hold this hill. We'll hold this hill. And then your son's like, wait, I can break this box and get like a llama hat. <laughs> so, uh, that is so me. And it was, it was just like you and I playing, except, you know, like little versions of us, dude. It was you know, like the funny. strategist and I'm running around all crazy. I don't know if I'm the, even the strategist, but I, you know, I like to <laughs> seriously, you know, I like to, I like to try and win. And sometimes you go off into your own little land, you know, it, it's fine. I mean, at the end of the day, lessons can be taken from both. That's why I told my son, I was like, you know, maybe just sit back and sniff the flowers a little bit. And he told me, he goes, sniffing the flowers doesn't get, you know, battle Royale crowns or whatever they call it. Like <laughs> so, Dude, I mean, do, you know, what's crazy about that is the last season. Uh, for Fortnite, my son had more crowns than I did. Like he won more of them. Than Are I you guys did. playing under the same account? Yeah. Okay. Because that was good. For the most about. part, no. For the most part, we're playing under the same account. Unless I play with him, then I have just a burner account that's on the computer that doesn't have anything. Like, yeah. There's a tracker. We'll look at it after the podcast. If I had some Fortnite about that, some foresight about that, it's funny. Um, I would have done it before, but my son yesterday actually found like a website that tracks your stats mm -hmm. in Fortnite, and he was able to break it down by time period and by oh. device. So he was able to like lift out the things that he felt like he was responsible for versus like what I was doing. That's awesome. Yeah. He was like, this is where I started. Look, it had a graph, dude. He was like, look where it raises up. That's where I started. <laughs> he goes, and that was good. He was like, this is when I was a little kid and you were playing. So we don't expect the stats to be very good. But here's oh. where I started to play. I was like, damn, man, wow. like you're going to really be like that to me. But mm. I mean, I got to give him credit where credit's due. The stats were honest. <laughs> I mean, he you could actually tell when he's playing versus when you're playing on the account. Yeah. I mean, That's but part awesome. of it. Part of it, and I tried to explain this, and he didn't want to hear it. And I also didn't want to take it away from him, you know? Part of the thing, and I tried to explain this to him a little, but I didn't want to take it away from him, like I said. Uh, he plays by himself a lot more than I did before he did as a little kid. So the 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 part of data is, is different. Like, there's more data to what he's doing now than there was back in the day. Mm. So that's part of it. But I won't, I'll give it to him. If he thinks he beats me now, like, you know, like why take that away from him? That is a 180 from what you had said when we were talking about playing basketball with our sons on how you were going to just jump all over him, basically, <laughs> yeah. not let him win for as no. long as possible. Yeah, well, no, I mean, look, you, it, there's a difference, you know, like we talked about the Billy Madison thing where he threw all the dodgeballs to little kids. <laughs> um like I'm better at some things than him, but like, I'll let him, he plays like 65 hours of, of way too much of Fortnite a week. So. Hey man, that's a job right there. That's awesome. You know, speaking of which, it's like, if the edit was weird, I had to run and get the doorbell. My daughter is working for my mom now, a couple of mornings a week mm. and they were dropping her off. She's uh She's earning money on her own. Dude, she's got like a checking account and stuff. She's, Whoa, uh, I know. She's got like spender, a, bro. Well, she's saving. She wants to go to, we're going to let her go. Refer to episode 17 where the school <laughs> tried to take him to Europe and we pooped on that. Yeah. But she wants to go to Costa Rica with her school next year. And we told her she has to raise some of that money herself. So. That is an interesting trip, man. Like, 
Costa Rica? Yeah, can you explain what class is that for? Is Spanish. Is there a Spanish class? They're taking them, but bro, like they're going to go. We went through the meeting. They're going to go like hiking up like a a ruin. I don't know. I wanted to say Aztec, but I don't know if there's Aztec ruins in Costa Rica. Whatever Mm -hmm. were the people that were indigenous to Costa Rica, like you hike up a ruin. And you get to see some monkeys and you get to go zip lining and there's eco tours because you're in a rainforest. Whoa. And my daughter's going. And Dude, that also awesome. I'm gonna go as a chaperone, I think. Hey, I, I want to go on a zip line. So um trip. Yeah, that's next summer. We're making a race. But anyway, dude, the thing is, like between you trying to move with your kids, me having trying to enrich them, I guess, <laughs> you know, like it's busy dude it's busy oh dude and it's it's stressful for the kids too that's the other thing like i mean any kind of change dude i feel like talking about ecosystems and the fragility of ecosystems children i think fundamentally hate change and it's their entire life has changed which is probably why they hate it but like this move has thrown my kids into just a next level of crazy well they, be, yeah they try, to, they try to they try to find some sort of balance with whatever we're doing and get us to you know engage with them all the time which i love but i also hate because then i expect every five minutes for my kids to be running in here being like dad i need this and can you play games with me and you don't have to work <laughs> Well, to be fair, do they? I mean, it's showing the house you're living in and moving. Like that's a big change because I think kids, you know, and maybe we'll see this. You will be the test of this. I think kids are better with change than we think. Like when the change mm-hmm. actually happens, I think they're resilient. Like they'll find whatever their new normal is pretty quickly and just kind of run into it. You know, I have found. I mean, I don't know. We will know when you get this done. I but also. That. You're putting your kids in all sorts of tell. I, I want to know about driving around for 12 hours with your kids in the car. Oh, that's awful. It's awful, dude. Like they did really well. Okay. They did extremely well with it because we had open houses and showings and all sorts of crazy stuff going on. So we basically had to leave our house all weekend. And it was, I mean, I got, we ran out of ideas and we're just driving around and doing crazy stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it was, it was, it was hard, but the kids did great. They were on their devices almost the entire time, which was helpful. I bought headphones randomly because they didn't have them before. And let me tell you, having headphones in a, in a car drive is imperative for younger kids. But like, I think, I think, let me qualify my statement before about change and how fragile kids are with it, because they do, they do bounce back from it extremely quickly. But things like moving, they don't just happen. So like there's all of this lead up to where we were like changing our house and, you know, having construction and we had to hide in the basement and, you know, we're driving around for open houses and we're doing all these things where we're still at our same house. And so the idea that things can be normal is there when we pick up and move, it'll just be different. And then they'll just find a new normal. I remember moving all the time when I was younger because I, you know, army brat. I, I mean, I even looked forward to it, man. Like I would, you know, we would, we would be in the throes of packing and being ready to move. And then I was like, great, it's time to see a new place. And then my sister didn't deal with moving very well. So, I mean, I guess it just happens to be who, 
who you are fundamentally, if you're able to handle it or not. All right. I was gonna let you ride that out. I didn't know where you're that's I mean, I, I hope your kids are both really good at it. I like that you've given up on you're like, just put them on device, oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. like like stick the head. It's funny, we come to this now, and maybe we should have a full episode about this. We'll put this in the notes. Okay. Because like first episodes, and it was like in COVID, but like even pre-COVID, a lot of people were like, you know limit device time five minutes of screen time a day and now i mean is it everybody or is it just you or is it just us like i don't know i'll have to do some research and see if things have changed because i feel like a couple of years ago people were like only give your kids devices for seven minutes a day or they will be dumb and now <laughs> like people just do whatever but i'm not sure whether they're just me and you if it's you and your situation, like my kids. So my daughter's aged up. Like at this point, like I don't try and restrict anything really. Like I don't give her a phone, but like we turn the internet off at 10. But like other than that, like it's, it's sort of carte blanche. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I've given up or if it's evolved or like, I don't know, maybe inadvertently because of the pandemic and the quarantine and us letting kids have devices, we're going to make them all those things. They say we're going to be bad when kids have devices are going to come true in like 10 years. They're all going to have you know, attention problems and eyesight problems and, and posture problems for the entire generation. I could be wrong about this, but, you know, I think that since the pandemic, I mean, devices were always a big part of our lives as adults. Like we were always on our phone or on the computer or playing a game or doing something, playing with family was important too, but, you know, screen time was huge, but post pandemic, it's like, everybody does everything on their phone, regardless of where they're at. Like it's, it's almost like you're sucked into it. So I think it's still important to take breaks, but you know, naturally they do because the battery dies on something. <laughs> I think it's funny that my kids, I can tell where they are because I'll either hear the device while they're on it, or if it's quiet, I'll be looking around and I'll just see like an iPad on the floor or, you know, a phone on the floor where wherever it died, they just leave it. <laughs> Like, oh, there's the husk of uh, an electronic device just sitting on the floor dead. You know, I'm trying to really with my son. So my daughter, she talks to her friends on stuff. But with my son, we're really, ah, dude, the problem is. And this should be a warning for you because you know, my uh, son's a little bit older than yours. Like the problem is we were bad about control for a little bit. And now it's it's wild, man. Like his little friend, he has a little friend, the one they play Sea of Thieves, which, which I'm super jealous about. But those dudes wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I can't get them up at six to go to school. But like at 610, I can hear like the, the Sea of Thieves theme coming from the computer downstairs. And I'm like, Hilarious. what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And then he'll go all day. If I don't stop him, he'll go all day. And then if you and I play video games at night, you were, he'll come down nine, 10 o'clock at night. He's like, what are you guys doing? Are you winning? Are you winning right now? Like, what are you doing? Like, I think he would play 24 hours a day if he had the chance, but like, I'm putting like, look, the switch is right here in my hand. Like I'm trying to put a stop to this dude. Cause we need to all his <laughs> summer activities. He's playing baseball. Like we're making him do like things, you know what That's I mean? Awesome. I mean, I guess, yeah, I just want him to like, go do something like don't play video games, man. Like just go throw a ball or I know I sound like a boomer saying it, but no. like, like walk around or something. Damn oh, dude, man. Like just get some sun, like do anything. Lately we've been going on sort of, you know, end of the day excursions. So like yesterday as an example, we went to the playground and we couldn't pry them away 
you know, from the playground. We didn't get home until like 945, which was insane because their bedtime's usually like 830. They were just having so much fun that I didn't want to limit it, you know, and we had our dog out and we were supposed to have a showing and that, that kind of fell through, which is the whole reason we did it. But part of that was like a lot of fun. We've been going on walks or bike rides and, you know, just trying to get away from devices a little bit to just enjoy outdoors, which has been huge. And I think impactful because like they get tired or whatever. I understand the reason to limit devices. I mean, you know, if my, my daughter will sit up there watching, you know, some sort of kids YouTube or, you know, playing some sort of game on a mobile device the entire day if she could. I mean, I, you know, your son, my daughter, same person, but they get weird that way, man. All of a sudden, everything makes them edgy and like they start yelling and they're tired, but they're not tired. Like they're restless, even though they're mentally tired. Like it's just, it's weird. However, that's going to be a huge part of their life. I mean, dude, we use computers and we type. I mean, I, I don't know if at some point, you know, the next generation is even going to use a, like an actual physical computer or a laptop. I saw, um, and we talked about this briefly, but I saw my nephew doing schoolwork on his iPad where he was just using the audio cues with, with his, uh, with his device. Like he was just talking into, you know, Siri basically for half an hour doing his homework. Like he didn't have to use a keyboard or type or anything. He would just say his answers and then it would record it and he would go on. And that's how the, that's how the program was set. I think audio and, and, and their voice activation and stuff like that is going to be a much bigger part of their life. I hope they improve it. I have a coworker that uses like the text, like the speak to type when he's Uh like doing text and stuff. And I want to punch his lights out all the time because he's like, he's like, Hey, reply to gerbil. I will podcast at 11. I can't wait to see you there. Send. And I'm like, dude, um, you know what though? Like I get it. I actually, this is related, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I, like the keyboard's going away. I don't know where the technology is going to take it. I think it's going to become more and more robust. I know a lot of companies thought it was all going to be VR and metaverse, but I don't see that mm. catching on now. Yeah. Like not on the mainstream, like they're trying to pretend like it's going to, but, uh, like, you know, you think about it, my mom, who's not one of those people, but she asked a couple months ago, she was like, oh, I, I bet your daughter's not even taking cursive writing in school. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, they, they, but she, incidentally, she is like, it's a weird political talk point that they bring up every once. They're not even learning uh, cursive writing. The schools are a disaster. But FYI, the kids learn cursive. So, I mean, take that. But also, like, do they use it? That's the big no, question. I mean, my daughter types <laughs> faster than I do. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, it's insane. They they type. My son and I were writing notes together yesterday, and his oh, dude, my handwriting looks just like his handwriting, which says something. But I don't write a whole lot. I can't think of the last time I got a pen, unless I'm taking notes for something like and scripted something and like wrote something. I mean, yeah. they, nobody does that anymore, dude. Mm-mm. So. You're right. I mean, although on the flip side, think about all the problems we've had with technology, you know, the work from home, the separation of work and social life, like all these adults that are talking about disconnecting people giving up social media because it's it's I think everybody's going through it. And I don't think that we're going to be able to figure out and hopefully our kids are going to be able to figure out because I don't think being on a screen 100 percent of the time is 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 the way I just mm. don't think it is, dude. I, to like 
mentally, like physically. We're gonna be like that. What's that Disney movie with the with the trash robot? Oh yeah, <laughs> the, Wally. The people, yeah, the people are in wheelchairs. They're just watching like screens in front of them. I mean, that's yeah. gonna be us if we're not careful about it, man. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that was a that was the commentary of that that movie, man. They nailed um, it, dude. Yeah. We're there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I hope the kids are able to figure out because, like, you know, my the, we have a big park by the house, and uh, my son's bro and his older sister happens to be friends with my sister with my daughter. They'll go to the park, and when we get them out. They're fine. They're normal kids. They're riding. Yeah. They're on like a jungle gym. They're riding bikes. Like they're throwing sticks at each other. Whatever they do, mm-hmm. you get them and they're playing Roblox or something together, Minecraft together, and they're snapping at each other. And like it's 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 almost like there's they have like an online persona in an in person persona, but they can't figure out how to meld the two because they're small because nobody's taught them that skill set yet. Like we had to teach my son and your son. Well, like maybe not your son, but we taught my son for sure. I think your son's right there. We had to teach him like online etiquette. Mm-hmm. Like he was playing with his buddies the other day and they just like booted their friend from the party oh and they kept God. playing. And I was like, what happened to that other kid? And they're like, no, we wanted to play duos and there was three. So we just kicked him out. I'm like, you think, it hurt, <laughs> you think it hurt his feelings? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, can you think about that for a minute? A little empathy if you were sitting there playing with your mm-hmm. friends. And they, But they don't equate that dude. It doesn't snap together. And I think that's a skill set that, I think I we have to help them develop like not to be a douchebag on the internet. I don't even know if like adults know that. No, I mean think about think about all the the crazy stuff. There's a term for it. Um, like people who are net bangers, where <laughs> like are just loud and yelling and super aggressive online. And then if you were to like meet them in person, they're like quiet and don't say anything because they don't actually want a confrontation, but there's that security of like the internet in between you. So be loud and aggressive and crazy. Yeah, Kids jump right on that. One of the first times that I played, uh, that I had um, my son play with his, one of his cousins, it was a different cousin. Um, And his cousin was four years older. You could tell that the cousin was used to being the one that was either not not beat up on or whatever, but like online was the one that just wasn't the same level as whoever he was playing with before because he was taking it all out on my son, like killing them all at all opportunities, doing, you know, everything possible to just win no matter what. And I mean, he's playing with somebody who's younger than him. And so of course my son, hated it like i mean he was like crying at at some point and they're just like what are you doing <laughs> like to to his to to his cousin and i i think all kids go through some version of that and then it, it's also you know it's the same thing on the playground like think of like kids who are older that all of a sudden you know that they have older friends that they play with that they kind of like it's a little bit harder for them to slow their role when they have the opportunity to win a game that they're playing. And they're like, Oh my God, I can win because I'm bigger and I'm stronger and I'm older. No, and then all of a sudden it doesn't work. I don't think it's the same though. I disagree with you. I don't really? think it's the same. Yeah. Cause I don't think the, the internet is a great equalizer. Your son's young. You said your son was four years younger mm-hmm. than those kids. Yeah. If they had been on the playground randomly, they probably maybe they would play together. They're like, let the little kid tag along with us, but they Possibly. wouldn't interact together. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they're cousins, they would, but cousins. if they were strangers, they wouldn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if they were strangers, they wouldn't. Your kid's developmentally in a different place than a four-year-old 
kid. It's like when my son plays with the two of us, he plays with adults. I'm sure he's shooting adults in Fortnite. I'm sure of it. And he's shooting teenagers and different skill sets. That's mixing in a way that wouldn't happen in real life. If we were playing Frisbee in the park and like a 27 year old came up and he's like, Hey, I want to get in on this. Let's throw some Frisbee. Like we would not (laughs) let him do that. But even then, like there's rules like playground in person, like, you know, it's easier to, to be aggressive and to be mean on the internet than it is in real life. And that goes for adults and kids. And it's also easy not to have empathy because you don't really see a face behind it. It's a, it's a gamer tag. And it's just like a, it's like a frozen banana person in Fortnite. We keep bringing back the Fortnite. It's not a real person. That's not your son, your cousin, your brother, your friend. Like that's just a pixelated thing. And I think that's what my son and his friends had a hard time getting through. I'm like, that's your dude. Like you wouldn't be crappy like that in person. And they're like, no. And I'm like, then why would you do it on the internet, man? Cause yeah. like, it's the same. It probably affects him, except you don't see it. Like they can't take, use your cousin, your son and his cousin as a, as an example, I guess that'd be your nephew. Like if he was mean to your son in person, he would see the emotional effect, like the upsetness on your son's face and maybe back it down a little bit or realize what he was doing. But on the internet, it's possible. He doesn't even know, like they're just cruising along and like, that's, where it goes he's frustrated so he's gonna shoot your son a bunch in the video game if they were outside playing on the playground he felt frustrated he wouldn't run up and start punching your son because there's social norms against it but those don't exist on the internet dude and i think that's the crux of like what we're gonna have to figure out or they're gonna have we're gonna have to help them figure that out because it's gonna be a huge thing you know and we're gonna have to figure it out too like i mean we obviously you and i are good at it but there's just a lot of adults that play or older kids that play that don't understand it either. Bro, and like, I think that's a, I think that's a way that we can kind of, we can kind of point out. That's how I, I always tend to try to teach my son by showing him somebody doing right or wrong. And then being like, what do you think? Is this right or wrong? How they did this. And then, and then using them as an example. And that's how we'll just have to piggyback off of somebody doing it right or wrong. That's why I let my son watch Tyler one on Twitch during the day. Oh my God, I think in the right first. Um, but you let them watch that guy. Yeah, that dude, we love so him. aggressive, man. He's psycho. Do I love him? <laughs> you know, speaking of that though, like this is a great example and a great segue. It's adventures in Dadland. Like subscribe, uh, listen to our podcast, follow us on our socials. Um, we were playing Valor the other night and the calmer of the two of us, like lit some kid up on the internet in the voice, like somebody on this podcast <laughs> and had enough. I want to guess who I want to guess who and somebody that wouldn't be in character to yell at somebody online and just like lit this kid up for whatever. I can't even remember why now. Like, why did you yell at that? Oh, it's because the kid wasn't helping us. Well, like it wasn't the bomb on the it, A's. He was it not wasn't that he was not helping. So this uh, let me set the stage here. Okay. okay. This game. Valorant is crazy aggressive. It's also really stressful. I mean, you you have to agree that it's a stressful type of game, man. Like stress goes through the roof as soon as you're, you know, by yourself on 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 the site or whatever, right? Here's the here's the thing. This is the dynamic that causes stress. I'll let you continue. It, that you only have one life. So if you die, like everybody else on your team watches. You know, if you're the last one alive, everybody on your team is watching. There's five people on a team, and you only have one life. So you end up in scenarios where everybody in your life is dead, and it's up to you 
to try and win. And I don't know if, if I don't feel stress. I feel stressed about a lot of things, but pressure is there for sure. Pressure because you're yeah. by yourself. And like all of a sudden, like it's up to you to try and win this round and everybody's depending on you. And that can lead yes to stress and to some hostility. And the games are really long too. So that's the other thing that kind of adds that extra pressure is like when you commit to playing this game, you're committing to like a 45 minute per game game. Sure. And there's we, a lot invested. Yeah. Yeah. And we were playing, um, we were playing sort of the ranked version where everybody does take it somewhat seriously. And this mm-hmm. person was just letting everybody die, not being in with the group, trying to win the objectives. And it was obvious that he was just going for kills or whatever, which normally would be okay, but don't play ranked like that. Like the whole point of playing ranked is that you win. Like that's well, the, the point. point of the game. The point is we were losing because this kid was not engaged, was not playing. It's like if we were playing football and he was a wide receiver, but like when they hiked the ball, he wouldn't run down the field. Like he was just chilling. You know what I mean? Like he or, wasn't engaged in the, in the, what we were doing as a team. In that scenario, if he was like the wide receiver, but then he was waiting for somebody to fumble and then go and tackle and then sort of quote unquote, save the play or whatever. Right. It's, it's, weird yes but anyway. but anyway anyway we're we're diving too deep into the why here but like he finally a couple times was by himself at the very end and i had hit my sort of last straw of watching this kid do this and so i just started piping up and i was i was putting the pressure on him even further like normally you try to let your players like your team like you don't say much. Usually I would say, like, I never say anything when somebody's by themselves because I don't want to throw them off or dead calm or something. And this, this person just was bothering me. And so I finally just started saying like, dude, what are you doing over here? And I, I was putting the pressure on and saying, Oh, are you trying to get kills? Let's see it. It's one V four. Let's go. Let's go. There's a guy over were, there. And, and you like, were talk, you were talking trash and you were putting the pressure on. Dude. I was doing you were both. Aggressive. Yeah. You I were. was very toxic. Like yes. that, that was probably the most toxic I've ever been in that game. I, you know what? I was surprised that you came like that. And then I, I, I was not surprised. I was surprised that you did it, but, and I think it's important for the podcast listeners. So you did it for like, Three or four minutes, you dude, were on this I kept it back, on, dude. dude. I kept it on. I kept the pressure and, on. And then finally, like, he piped up. He was like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then the rest of the game, he started playing as a teammate. Well, here's the here's the point that brings it back, dude. So that was pretty out of character of, for you to go that. And we can justify it that he wasn't being a team player or whatever. But if we were playing, uh, I don't know. I keep going back. Let's say we're playing soccer. And we would pick up game of soccer. Not that that's something that either you or I would ever do, but like, let's say we're playing a pickup game of soccer. I mean, would you light up a person that wasn't really playing defense like that in real life? If it was a pickup game, no. But See? like, if we joined a league, look, okay, here's the here's the differentiator, right? If we joined a league and we were during some sort of weird, like, high pressure situation. And somebody had joined the league, like spent time and effort getting into the season or whatever, and then was like running around the field and then not trying to get the ball in the, in the goal or keep it away or whatever. Would you I mean, I would probably, person? I'd probably say something. Dude. Would like, you? What, yeah. In person. Maybe. All right. The, the point is, I get not, really, I get really competitive with with well, competitive sports like soccer and hockey and stuff. Like, okay, really? okay, perfect example. Hockey. Wait, 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 wait. We're get, wait, we're get way off the track here. So the point is, though, the point is, you, you get excited about it. 
would you react the same way? Would you light him up in the same way on the internet that you would in real life? That's the question. Because the point is, I think there's a different reaction. It was uncharacteristic of you to be like that, even if you are aggressive about competitive sports. And the point is, like, if you, who are, you know, you're a gentle dude who's cool, Mr. Cool Guy, if you do it, imagine if you were eight or six or yeah. 12, like how difficult it would be for you to manage those feelings of disappointment or Absolutely. aggression towards no, somebody. Understand. That's the point because you're a Zen master and even you <laughs> are online and people do. Zen master, bro. But. Anyway, if you want to yell at us on the internet when we're playing games, you can follow me on all the things that's at Hey Colfax. I'm Gerbil G3 RBIL. You know, and what really goes, we, we got to start streaming. I keep saying we're going to do it, but I need to stream these Valorant games so we can have video proof of you yelling at 12 year olds. We'll catch up with you next week. <laughs> it's Adventures in Dead Live Bye.